This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You've lived a great life and done well for yourself. But what mark will you leave on the world? How will you inspire future generations? Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand have helped thousands of people answer exactly those questions. If you've ever wondered, what will be my legacy? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Stan and Katie Beth. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast with your hosts, Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand. This morning, we have our new guest, Brad Swinehart. Brad, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Absolutely. We're excited to have you. We have a lot to talk about today, so let's just jump in. You have had a very interesting career working with so many advisors. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started in this industry, and then tell us exactly what it is that you do now. Yeah, so it, really interesting, and I'll read your Digest version it for you, but you know, I went to college for marketing, really passionate about that, you know, finished college in 2008, which was a great time to be in marketing, right? So instead, <laughs> went into sales management, ended up running a couple of retail stores, you know, 300 employees. And then I got this call one day for this crazy little marketing company in the basement of these two financial advisors' office. And they're like, hey, we're doing this. Would you come in and, you know, guide the troops, if you will? And walked right out of an established business with 300 people listening to what I say every day and walked into this basement with 12 friends and family that <laughs> we had no idea what we were doing. And uh, it's a crazy ride. We started, you know, working with estate planning attorneys and financial advisors and, you know, putting them in front of prospects through seminars and a very interesting business model. And it just exploded. I took when I joined the company, we were doing about 50 seminars every single month. And when I moved into my current role, we ended with just over 600 seminars every single month. Ended up growing the company to 22 million in annual revenue with 100 plus employees. It was just this crazy, you know, hockey stick of growth. And it was just so much fun, so much fun riding that wave. So, you know, now what I do is I primarily work with advisors or strategic partnerships, groups of advisors and attorneys and say, hey, how can White Glove come in and build a program for you that really helps you, your advisors, your attorneys see growth with the solutions that we offer? That's great. And White Glove has a couple of new platforms they've launched relatively recently. One is White Glove Webinars, and then there's also White Glove Social Connect. Can you tell us a little bit about both of those programs? Yeah, so real interesting being a... So our, our shtick, real quick to put it in context, is White Glove does all the work for seminars, and we pay all of the money up front for the venue, for the marketing. We take on all the financial risk, and then advisors or attorneys pay for an actual buying units or households that attend their seminar. So there's no risk involved. All the risk is on us to generate actual attendees. So 
real interesting being in that business during the pandemic when all of a sudden you can't meet in public, you can't book a library, you absolutely can't get anybody to show up at a community center. So very quickly we pivoted and started saying, hey, we can still get high quality prospects that want this you know, information on generational planning or estate planning or taxes. How can we introduce them to these professionals and really quickly pivoted over and started offering webinars. Funny thing about that is we learned that just because you're a great seminar presenter or just because you're a great advisor and attorney doesn't mean you're any good at doing webinars. So, <laughs> I mean, it's this, it's this whole other world and people were trying and failing and no one's booking meetings and it was just awful and, and technology was awful. It was, you know, uh, very quickly we said, okay, let's just take all of that burden off of them and let's do all of the work. Let's have them recorded ahead of time. Let's we'll play it as live. We'll run the engagement. We'll run on the pop-ups and calendars and all of that. The estate planning attorney or the advisor, they go back to their practice and we run these things to generate them appointments. I was actually in a meeting with an advisor just a couple of weeks ago, one of our training meetings. And while he was sitting there, he got eight appointments off of a webinar that we ran for him. And it's just absolutely an amazing service. And Social Connect is kind of the version 1.0 of our social media management software. And what we've done really through pandemic is we've invested so much into that. We went out, we actually bought another company that had a platform and we've reintroduced that as Nurture and Engage. And Nurture and Engage, what it is, is a state planning attorney or a financial advisor can come to us and say, hey, I don't want to handle my social media. I don't want to run email campaigns. I don't have any interest in learning what a tweet is or how to what Mark Zuckerberg's doing with the Facebook algorithm. And White Glove as a human being that will actually drive those platforms for that professional. So it's a very hands-free way to be very very credible on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, email and really keep yourself top of mind with all of your prospects you've already paid for or your current clients, you know, you don't want to lose touch with them as well. But it's same white glove mentality. Like, let us do all the work. You go back to being the professional that you got in this business to be. That's incredible. Those are great services and definitely needed in this post-COVID social media webinar world that we live in. Stan, you've worked with White Glove previously. Why don't you tell our listeners a little about that experience from an attorney side of things? That's interesting. I actually got to know the White Glove team back pre-COVID. They they were nice enough to invite me out to speak at this event that they do periodically out in Las Vegas. And we had made a great connection there. And then shortly after that, COVID hit. And I remember being on the phone with Brad and some of the other members of the team when COVID hit. And as I recall, it, it was kind of a moment of panic because it really brought the whole business to screeching halt. But I was really impressed. I mean, they really pivoted really quickly. And one of the things I noticed that came out of that was there emerged this realization that if I'm doing this, if I'm doing events uh, virtually, that means that I can do events virtually anywhere and I don't even have to get on the airplane to go there. And so, you know, if you're doing live events, you know, you normally would do that in your neighborhood, right? Where you can drive over to the event, you know, do dinner, whatever. If you're doing it virtually, that means that you can sit in your office in Michigan and do events in South Florida. And I know you're doing that because I've talked to some of your guys who are doing that and who are building a national practice without ever leaving their, uh, 
you know, their home office, I think. Yeah, absolutely. We have quite a handful of advisors that will run hundred plus webinars with us this year. And what they're doing is they're staying home and they're running these wherever White Glove can find high quality prospects. And even one step further than, you know, sitting and doing a webinar in Florida while you're in Michigan, they're not even doing the webinar. They record it three or four times a year. They're at their kid's baseball game while we're running the webinar in Florida. They're out taking their dinner or taking their wife or their spouse out to dinner while we're running these webinars for them. So it's not only does it allow you to expand, you know, nationwide, but it also allows you to get that time back in your life. You know, it's, it's funny. I always joke that if this was 2017 and I went to a habitual seminar user and I said, Hey, what if you did your presentation once and I got you appointments for the next six months off of it? We would have sold out. Everyone would have been like, Oh my God, I want that. I'm tired of setting up chairs. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to, I want to go see my kids at night. But when the pandemic happened and everyone was kind of forced into it or forced away from it, cause they're like, Ooh, I don't want to touch that. You know, they, the, the gleam of this opportunity really wore off very quickly. And everyone's like, nah, I just want to get back out into that library. It's like, man, you, you don't really. I mean, that, that's going <laughs> to, you know, that's going to wear on you the next couple of years or months. And you're going to say, oh, you know what? I wish I could generate eight more appointments while I'm sitting around, you know, shooting it with Brad, you know, or Stan. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, Brad, I think I know the answer to this, but uh, I want to. I'm going to ask it again because I haven't actually talked to you recently. My recollection is that that your clients, about 70 or 80% of your clients are financial advisors. But tell me about the synergy between financial advisors and estate planning attorneys when your clients do events. Tell me kind of how that process works. How do they get the attorney involved? How does that work? Yeah. So one step back here before we get into that. So uh, probably four or five years ago, we introduced the topic taxes and retirement to advisors, and we constantly got pushback. They said, I'm not a CPA. I don't want to talk about taxes. And then very slowly, the pivot came about like, well, wait a minute. If I talk about taxes, I can talk about every single financial vehicle I want. This is great. That's what they want to do. And it seemed to bring in a higher net worth than some of the other topics that we were doing. Flash forward to today, We're running the topic estate planning, and we are seeing the highest net worth we've ever seen in seminars. We're seeing great attendance rates, and we're seeing advisors actively avoid this topic because they're not always super comfortable talking about it. Well, what if I get some complex will questions? What if I get some, you know, questions on trust that I don't know the answer to? And oh, by the way, I can't do that stuff anyway. So why do I want to talk about it? And they haven't yet connected that pivot point to say, oh, in order to have a solid estate plan, you have to have a firm financial plan and understand all of the assets. And you also need an estate planning attorney as a partner. And what we're seeing with these, you know, kind of the the leading edge advisors and attorneys is they're pairing up. You know, they'll they'll actually share stage time, they'll share the leads, they'll run the first appointments together very often, and they'll build each other's credibility throughout the event. They'll say, oh, you know, Joe's an expert at that. You're going to see him when we meet. We're going to sit down on that. And then Joe says, oh, well, you're going to want to talk to Mike on that or um, Susan on that because she is just the best at at figuring out how to reduce your tax implications, you know, and they they build each other's credibility. So at the end of the seminar, the, the prospects know, okay, these two together make a solid estate plan. I need to go meet with them. 
And we're seeing advisors see massive success. The, the founders of White Glove have done seminars for 30 plus years, and all of their co-planners also do seminars. They 100% switched everything they do over to estate planning. That's the only topic they use now, and they've done it for three years. They're seeing more success with that topic than they have any other topic. And they're not estate planning attorneys. They bring in an estate planning attorney to still to do the, the normal work that estate planning attorneys would do. And it's just seeing massive success, but also bringing in higher quality attendee than many of our other topics. So, Brad, I know you guys don't do this for free. This is a business. So when these attorneys, when these financial advisors partner up with attorneys, what's the pattern there? Do you have a sense about what how they share the, the investment that goes into doing this? So typically an event with us, if you were to generate 20 attended households, so it's really 40 leads. I'll do the math some other time if someone's really interested in math, but that event will cost maybe five to 6,000 bucks. And ultimately what happens often is the estate planning attorney or the advisor will kind of sit down ahead of time. We always recommend figuring this out ahead of time and they'll just decide, hey, what is it worth to have me come and do part of this presentation or have you do part of this presentation, knowing their, you know, the, the lifetime value of a client they're going to pick up. And you know, they'll do that cost split up front. We often see that the attorneys will take just a little bit, you know, a, a lower portion of the marketing costs, but then they agree to sit down and, and do those meetings together. So they're both going to pick up business out of it. So talk a little bit about numbers. And I know, I know it's going to vary depending on the market terrain, the skill, you know, all those things, but give us an idea of what you're seeing come out the other side. So interesting for us, you know, I, we speak mostly in financial advisor speak over here. So, <laughs> you know, obviously the, the EPAs, they have a different ROI on all this, but that's okay. Cause if they're partnering with an advisor, they also have a, a lower cost. But what we typically see if you're doing a, a seminar or a webinar is really 50% of that audience should express interest in an appointment. Now, if you're good at presenting, you can get 70, 80. I've heard advisors get 90 to 100%. I would never say that most people are capable of that. I know I certainly wouldn't be capable of that, even though I talk all I talk for a living. But ultimately, if you see 50% of that room turn into interest in an appointment, let's say you keep half of those. So now you take 20 buying units, 10 expressing, and you sit down in front of five quality prospects. Now, um, we're here just outside of Detroit and Michigan. The founders, they say their average client they bring on is around 300,000 of investable assets from the seminars. So for a financial advisor, $300,000 of investable assets, they pick up one client, you know, even depending on their model, right? But it all washes out in the end, the lifetime value of that client is fifty to $60,000 for a $5,000 event. And that's picking up one client. So the math kind of balances out of, it's really hard not to make money with White Glove. You know, it's, it costs you more money not to use us than it would to use us. If you can make $50,000 over the next 20 years, by put it in $5,000 now, who turns down that, that investment? I think that the framework of seminars in general and, and webinars are just the same is, you know, it, it has to be a part of your practice. You know, the one and done, those guys, they'll probably see an ROI. It probably won't be in the first month. And then they'll say, white glove is awful. I don't like this. And then they'll, they'll leave. 
But the truly successful advisors, the guys that went from four million in production to fifty-six million in production in just four years, those are the people that say, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to do four seminars every single year, day in and day out. That like that's part of my practice now, and it's all going to figure out in the end. It's all going to turn. It's you know." Here's a marketing company selling their services saying, hey, it's a grind. You know, <laughs> it takes time to, to see an ROI, but but the shortage is not of not there of advisors that come back and say, hey, I did a seminar two years ago and this guy called me up and said, you know what? I'm ready for that estate plan. Let's sit down and talk. So the ROI is a thousand percent there, but I always recommend if you're going to do one, do you, you have to commit to four. That's when those advisors, we see at over a 90% retention rate where advisors use us years and years and years if they've done four events or more. If they do one, it's kind of like playing roulette. So compare that to the automated events or the recorded events. How's so that rec- different? Recorded events, the first thing I'm going to tell anybody listening, whether you're an EPA or an advisor or insurance agent, is you have to adapt. Like before you just hop on a webinar and record it, like, learn the process, learn what's different, learn the the nuances that you need to put into that presentation so that you generate appointments. If you just get on there and you do the same shtick you did at a dinner event, no one's going to raise their hand. No one's going to book on your calendar. Coincidentally enough, White Glove offers that training for free. Come in and we'll show you exactly what to do. We'll even edit and audit your presentation before we ever play it in front of prospects. But once you've adapted, what we typically see is that the webinar appointments take a bit longer to close. Most advisors who have in-person meetings that are two to three meeting closes with webinars, they're saying it's more like five because they're a little bit shorter. They're all virtual. So it takes a little bit longer to build that rapport. So the closing cycle is a little bit longer. I'll tell you our heavy webinar users they have just a little bit higher closing percentage. Well, actually, they have a much higher closing percentage than our founders' webinars, but they have just, I mean, 1% difference in closing ratio for seminars, but it does take a bit longer. I think one thing that bums presenters out just in general, and people just have to get over this, you know, I had to get over it. I'm a presenter. I do a lot of things virtually now is that when you walk out of a seminar, you feel good because people interacted with you. You saw their nodding faces. You saw them sign up. You saw them walk over the table. You heard them ask questions, right? You get that immediate feedback that makes you feel great about the event. When you do a webinar, and especially when you do an automated webinar, you don't have that initial like comfort of, oh, okay, people liked me. you know, And that's all it is. It's just, oh, people liked me. doesn't have any reflection on your ROI. So webinars just get two things I would always recommend, whether you use us or not, is one, practice ahead of time, find out what works. And then you have to just know that that comfort of, ooh, people like me isn't going to come. So don't freak out right away. Just just stick with the process. So Brad, tell us, uh, in the time we have remaining here, tell us if somebody's interested in reaching out to you to have a further conversation, how would they go about doing that? Easiest way is whiteglove.com. We try to keep it very difficult to find us. And if you have any questions just on marketing in general, how estate planning is working, anything like that, I am a very open book, open to connection. LinkedIn is the easiest way to find me, Brad Swinehart. And yeah, just reach out, pick my brain for questions. I won't try to sell you anything, you know, but absolutely open to connect. Well, terrific. Hey, Brad, it's good reconnecting with you and uh, 
pretty exciting stuff, and I'm glad to get the update. Terrific. Thanks for having me, Stan. This is a lot of fun, as always. Great. Absolutely. Well, and no, go ahead, Stan. No, I was just going to. Thanks for getting up early this morning. Although you're an hour late, yeah, right so I don't have too much. Work, it's work life. You know, it's already 930 here, almost here in Detroit. So it's all good. <laughs> all right. Super. Hey, thanks, Brad. Thanks for listening to the Your Life, Your Legacy podcast with Stan Miller and Katie Beth Hand. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more about Stan and Katie Beth, go to PinnacleLegacyLaw.com. You can also find links in the show notes.